participant. All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. And good morning and welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Sukira. Now, Walt is the managing partner of the AKW Group, affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company here in Fairlawn and also in Washington, Pennsylvania. We're going to talk this half hour about how they invest their clients' money in individually owned stocks, in custom-made portfolios that they create there at the AKW Group. We'll talk about the stock market and take your questions about same at 330-673-1234. And outside of Akron and those listening online in Washington, Pennsylvania, it's toll-free at 800-669-4100. Well, Walt, uh, as you talked about January, you say January started with a rally cry and ended in an outcry. Kind of this, you know, this dull week last week and some losses there, but it hasn't been an ordinary January by anybody's, anybody's guess. So what do you think about this January of 2021? What happened during the month? And do you think that's going to be an impact on the rest of the year? Yeah, but I mean that's a great question. I, I think uh, you know if we look at the week, uh, the week did close down. Uh, the Dow Jones was off three point three percent for the week. Uh, lost a um, thousand points, a thousand fourteen thirty six. Closed at twenty nine thousand nine eighty two. Uh, so year to date, the Dow Jones is off two percent. The Dow Jones index, uh, the S and P five hundred index, closed down one hundred twenty seven points for the week, or down three point three percent as well. Uh, Year-to-date, we're down 1.1% uh, on the S&P 500 index. Uh, the NASDAQ had a tough week, off 3.5% as well, and uh, still a little bit above water for the year, 1.4% year-to-date. And the uh, small mid-cap stocks, as measured by the uh, Russell 2000, were off 4.4% for the week, but still up about 5% for the year. And, you know, as you mentioned, um, you know, the January has been a really interesting month. I mean, if you think back to all the things that have happened, uh, you know, we started with the Georgia runoffs, um, you know, to get the political situation structured there. We had an insurrection at the U.S. Capitol that resulted in five deaths. Uh, we had the House of Representatives a vote to, you know, impeach President Trump for a second time. Uh, Joe Biden became the 46th president of the United States. Uh, we see some geopolitical unrest. Uh, China's defense ministry has uh, put some warnings out to Taiwan. Uh, about what independence may mean as far as even a war. Uh, we saw Fed Powell, uh, you know, continue to provide monetary uh, dovish language and, and, you know, stimulus that the, the Fed will keep rates low and, and help the economy. We saw Congress stumbling around with this uh, stimulus package that may be pushed out now here for a month or two. Um, and as we said, you know, we saw interest rates uh, bounce up a little bit and the market, you know, start, start off the year pretty positive and then kind of give that up near the end of the month. And again, we continue to keep track of the coronavirus and, 
what that means to the country. So there's all kinds of things um, that are happening. And then last week we had a really interesting scenario where the retail investor stood up to the big Wall Street hedge funds and started to attack, uh, you know, some of these uh, very shorted stocks out there. Uh, Game stopped, and and then we saw AMC, you know, under attack, and a lot of big losses by some of these hedge funds, and a lot of big wins for some of the small investors. And uh, then we saw, you know, some restrictions as far as trading go on from some of the brokerage firms like Robinhood, and uh, it did. It ended up in a little bit of outcry at the end of the week. You had a lot of people, you know, really questioning um, again the excesses in the market, and you know some of these odd activities that are going on, and it, it'll be interesting to see. You know, it's not going away. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out over the next few months. Now, I want to talk about a little bit more. I understand. I really don't understand what's going on with this GameStop thing. But first, we have to make mention of the fact that this is a, your 100th show here on WNIR. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Bob, we reached 100 times. You and I have done <laughs> this, so it's been a, it's been a really nice uh, couple years for us. And we're 100 times wealthier today than we were when we started, right? <laughs> well, I can't say that, but I feel like I'm 100 times smarter. <laughs> now, I, I really don't understand what's going on with this GameStop. And, you know, nobody ever heard of GameStop before. I mean, it was a store and it sold video games. But suddenly, what, what, what is going on with that? What, is it, what do you mean when you say hedge funds are, doing, are, are shorting and all this kind of stuff? What does that really mean to just you and I in the market, uh, even if we don't own GameStop? Yeah, it's a great question, Bob, and there's a lot of misunderstanding of um, hedge funds. There are a lot of hedge funds out there that short stocks, and, and a simple definition of a short sale is basically um, somebody sells the stock when they don't have it. They basically borrow money. Uh, they, they sell the stock, which means that they have to buy it back at some point. They have to replace it. Um, so we see this activity sometimes. You know, there's people that look at the world the other way that invest. A lot of them are big hedge fund managers. And some of these stocks accumulate very big short positions because, you know, the thought is the underlying company is, is not doing well and, you know, continues to struggle and the stock price will continue to go down. So if I short a stock, my intention is uh, to short it at today's price, say it's $20 a share, with the idea that I would buy it back when it goes down to $15 or $10 a share. And uh, that's the premise behind uh, short selling. And then what happened was, you know, one of these stocks, GameStop, had 120% of the float. So all the, all the shares outstanding, Bob, um, you know, there was over 120% of these shares that had been shorted. So in essence, not only were they all shorted once, but people shorted them from, you know, purchasing from someone else. So you kind of accumulated this big short position. And what happened was a group of uh, people, you know, individual investors were talking on Reddit, on one of these social media platforms, and basically... Uh, said, let's start buying the stock. And, and, you know, they started pushing the stock up. Well, what happens then is all these short positions have to start recognizing that the stock's going the wrong way. And, and because they own such big positions of the stock, if they start closing their positions off, in essence, they're buying at higher prices and they're pushing the stock even higher. Um, so it's kind of a, you know, a little bit of a whirlwind that's hard to get out of. Um, and, and that's what we saw. And these investors, these retail investors, put a lot of pressure on during the week, and everybody started diving in. And, and that in, intense demand uh, pushed the stock higher and higher and higher. And some of these hedge funds, you know, lost millions and millions of dollars uh, during during this time. And uh, again, very very interesting scenario that's going on right now. 
Now, Walt, do you and the AKW group, do you ever do things like that? Do you get uh, caught up in short selling and all this uh, rather sophisticated uh, type of uh, gambling? Do you do that with uh, with your client stocks? Absolutely not, Bob. I mean, it's not anything we, we want to be a part of. Again, we try to buy great companies and uh, good business models. And again, we continue to be long-term investors. So, um, you know, it really is a, a different type of looking at the world. It's uh, more of a trader mentality. It's more of a speculator's mentality. And, and some people are successful at it. And, you know, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for anyone in our industry, no matter what position they take and how they how they manage, and I and I'm really, you know, Haven, the small investor that won last week. You know, I'm all for when people have success. I'm one of those people that root for people and you know tell them they did a great job. And I mean, you know, so those retail investors found a way to you know to really make some money last week. And you know, there's reports of you know young investors that paid off their student debt and bought it, they paid off their home, and you know all kinds of things with uh, some of the risk uh, that they were willing to take, but. With the kind of money we manage, Bob, um, those are not the kind of bets or risks that we'd ever want to take. You know, we have to be good stewards um, of, of people's money. We have to have that fiduciary standard. And, again, we want to we want to make a good return, but we also want to take appropriate risks. Now, as far as the company itself, GameStop, does this, any of this mean that the, that the company is doing better, that they have higher sales, that they're being better run, that there's anything different about what they do day-to-day, or is this just all... All kind of pie-in-the-sky speculation. It is. It's all pie-in-the-sky speculation, and it's all based on just the stock price. I mean, this company is still the exact same company. Um, there was, you know, a uh, one of the founders of Chewy.com uh, recently took a big position and, and I think had a board seat on GameStop and, you know, started talking to GameStop about taking their, their business more towards a digital online type of model. But those are long-term changes. Um, you know, again, this is a company that is a retail-based store, and, you know, their business model has got a little bit outdated, and there, there's no quick ways to change that, Bob. So, I mean, the company, as it started the year, is still the same company. The only difference is all the speculation on the stock price. Talking to Walt Sakira of the AKW Group here in Fairlawn, also in Washington, Pennsylvania. We're talking about investing your money directly into the stock, into portfolios that are created by the AKW Group for their investors. If you have any questions for Walt, 330-673-1234 is your number to call. And outside of Akron, or listening anywhere on W1Hour.com, it's toll-free, 800-669-4100. On the uh, coronavirus front, last week you heard about the J&J reports. Their vaccine is a some 66% effective. Now, does that mean good news or disappointing news for their stock and, our, more importantly, our battle against this uh, pandemic? Well, I think it's good news, Bob. It provides a backstop. Um, it's not as effective as some of the other vaccines out on the market, but, um, you know, any type of progress that's being made, and, and again, I know, you know, Johnson Johnson will continue to work on on that vaccine. So I think overall the market took it in a very positive way and seems like there's a lot of good news kind of underneath the surface uh, as far as, you know, getting the pandemic under control and, you know, the, the vaccinations continue. And I think as we look forward over the next few months, things could, could continue to get better for us. Another speculation that I uh, really didn't give much thought to is uh, many felt that with the lockdowns and people staying home because of the coronavirus, we'd have a kind of a COVID baby boom. Well, now we're, you know, we're more than nine months into it. Uh, uh, is it a baby boom or a baby bust? <laughs> it's a baby bust. 
I think a lot of people being home with their kids and uh, their significant others, there really hasn't been as much uh, baby making as maybe it was thought. Uh, the reports are coming out that, you know, the birth rates are actually down and um, the pregnancies are actually down over the past few months. And uh, Brookings report um, basically came out with a study last week that said that the stress uh, from working at home and taking care of children uh, could actually push people's desire to start families out uh, quite a bit. So I, I think the realities of a pandemic were a little bit harsher uh, than what we had thought. Well, it's time for Stock Talk. As we say, Walt Secure is with us from the AKW Group. He deals in individually owned stocks for his uh, clients' portfolios. If you have any questions about any stock, whether it's uh, one that they own or one you're looking at, uh, Walt said more than 30 years of, of great trading in stocks, and he's willing to talk to you right now live on the air at 330-673-1234. And I'll set it back until free, 800-669-4100. Let's get to our phone calls. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Good morning, Walt and Bob. Walt, is there any evidence with uh, the blowout earnings that Apple and Microsoft had last week, is there any evidence that uh, the hedge funds are pulling money out of their profitable stocks like Apple and Microsoft to cover some of the uh, losses they're suffering in uh, uh, GameStop and some of the other other stocks that are being shorted? That's a really good question. I, I think we'll see, you know, at the end of each quarter, um, you know, a lot of these hedge funds have to report their trading activity and so forth. Um, we'll get a better probably feel for after the fact, but um, there probably is some of that going on as well as I think a lot of these uh, professional institutional investors are starting to try to rotate. Um, you know, there was a thought coming into this year with potential of higher regulations and uh, the fact that, you know, the tech stocks didn't finish the year with the best outlooks as far as, you know, uh, what their, you know, the regulations and what the future may be. They were kind of under a little scrutiny coming out of the election that uh, I think a lot of people were moving towards the, the more of those economic recovery value stocks. Um, again, we continue to, to like the big tech. I mean, you, you mentioned it. I mean, these earnings were extremely powerful. And, uh, you know, again, where there's financial power and reasonable valuation, you know, that always catches my eye. So a uh, good question, something we'll have to pay attention to. But, um, you know, good stocks have a tendency to push themselves higher based on metrics, you know, based on revenue and earnings and return on capital and R&D spending and low debt levels. You know, that's that's tend to be the real metrics that matter over time for a stock price. Thank you. Thank you for calling. And WNIR, you're on the air with Walt Sakura. Morning. Congratulations on the big 100. <laughs> well, thank you, Ken. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I was wondering about the charging stations. Uh, for these uh, electric cars, uh, other than Eaton, have you looked into any uh, companies that make the charging statements uh, for uh, electric cars that's going to be coming? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting space to, to, to pay attention to. Um, I, I've seen a few, um, none that really I, I you know say are you know viable investments at this point. But um, I, I think that's you, you hit a good trend there and something to pay attention to. I, I know that the Neo in China, they they're building their own charging stations as well as well as uh, you know the electric cars over there, and I know Tesla obviously has done the same here and, and developed some footprint. But there'll be more and more uh, charging stations and companies that you know look at that as a viable business model, and I think it's definitely a space to keep track of. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. 
Thank you for calling. 330-673-1234, 800-669-4100. Talking to Walt Sukira of the AKW Group here in Akron about investing in individual stocks. Looking at some of the other stocks that reported last week, we touched on Apple. We haven't talked about Microsoft yet. That's one of your core equity portfolio long-time holdings. How did Microsoft do in the uh, most recent quarter? And is your outlook still bullish on them? Oh, Bob, yeah, we, we like Microsoft. I mean, they continue to ex- ex- execute very well. Uh, sales were up 17% for the quarter, uh, $43 billion over uh, $36 billion the year prior. That's a 17% rise in revenues and a 34% rise in earnings, uh, $2.03 a share versus the book 51 a share the three months uh, prior, the year prior. Uh, again, they continue to show a lot of growth with their uh, their cloud computing, the Azure remains a very strong component, uh, as well as their gaming consoles. Uh, the Xbox, uh, Xbox uh, gaming revenues were very, very strong. Uh, this intelligent cloud commitment that they have, I think, is a, a very strong trend. And again, uh, still a stock that pays a, a nice dividend, and you know, we'll probably continue to drive that dividend higher over time. So again, a stock that fits well into our into our core equity model still. Let's go back to more phone calls for Walt Secura of the AKW Group. You're on WNIR. Go ahead, please. Yes. uh, On the charging stations, Blink is supposed to be one of the charging station uh, leaders. B-L-N-K and B-E are supposed to be also in the charging stations. As far as GameStop is concerned, as far as the big investors, hedge funds, that they surely should have stops in their portfolio to watch that over a uh, a novice that doesn't have it, you know what I mean, a, a person that only invested their $600 in GameStop doesn't yeah, have good, a stop. Yeah, two good, two good points. Um, yeah, Blink is one I have looked at. Um, and again, you know, good revenue growth on Blink uh, as far as the charging stations go. Uh, you know, the couple quarters they were up 124, 118% in revenue, and uh, now at 22% in revenue. So one that is... Uh, you know, got that model there and kind of growing. So, yeah, the charging station model, again, I think is, is worth paying attention to as far as, uh, you know, business opportunities down the, down in the future. Uh, and as far as the GameStop, um, you know, a lot of these hedge funds do put in, in stops. However, you know, a stop just is a trigger a lot of times. It won't execute. I think when you, you get big losses really, really quick, these hedge funds probably took a step back thinking that, you know, this might be a really short-term phenomenon, and they could kind of outlast, um, you know, the pressure. And as the stock continued to push forward, I think we started the week in the 60s, and it got to, what, 485 or something like that at one point. You know, when a stock rate, you know, rapidly goes up like that, um, it starts to make people pause, and, and even some of these big hedge funds paused a little bit. And a lot of times, if you don't execute quick and, and you're not ready to pull those triggers, you know, we even see the big investors sometimes, uh, you know, err on the side of not being able to take action quick enough. And in this case, that's exactly what happened. Thank you, sir. Have a nice day. Thank you for calling. 330-673-1234. And again, on WNR.com, 800-669-4100. To talk to Walt Secura of the AKW Group. Another stock they reported last week, Facebook. Now, of course, Facebook is a lot of controversy surrounding that. A lot of serious discussion now whether social media platforms like Facebook or Twitter should now be considered public utilities and regulated as such, or are they still just entertainment things for folks? A lot of that's going on. But how did uh, Facebook do in its uh, its report? And from an investment standpoint, uh, do you think it'll be worth uh, getting into? 
Yeah, Bob, we, we own Facebook and our core equity model. We continue to own it. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it personally. I'm not sure I like it personally, but uh, we use it for our business. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good way of, uh, you know, letting people know you exist. And, again, I always equate it to the old Hall & Oates albums, Bob, that, you know, nobody would admit they had one, but somehow they sold millions and millions of copies. And it's the same thing with Facebook. Nobody really wants to admit they use it or they like it, but I think people are on there every day using it. And it's uh, the realities are, you know, as, the, as businesses, the ability to advertise uh, and get in front of people and have the metrics that come back to you to show uh, the impact of your advertising is very, very important. And, um, you know, they continue to grow. Uh, you know, they continue to be really this when you have two and a half billion people on your on your network uh, that are, you know, monthly users. Uh, it's hard not to look at the platform if you're a business out there wanting to uh, get your service or product out in front of people. So I don't think it's going away. And our earnings were extremely powerful. Again, up 33% in revenues, up 52% in earnings. Um, extremely powerful company for the size and scope that it has. Now, now, do you think there is an argument to be made, like uh, like, uh, like the phone company or uh, or the water company or the electric utilities or the gas companies, that these are public utilities that should fall into government regulation, or are they still just private enterprise entertainment vehicles that have no reason to be regulated by the, by the government? Well, I think the government, especially with the change of the guard that we have, regulation is probably something that's there and will be considered and will be talked about, and maybe we see some regulation. and. That could definitely slow the growth a little bit or change the business. Uh, but a lot of times, Bob, those changes tend to be slow. Um, you know, a lot of times they're, they're not rapid changes that change a company overnight. So I think if you look at Facebook over the next two to three years, um, you know, you, you still have a really good runway uh, with this company operating the way it is. And, you know, regulations could change, but I think you'd have time to, you know, take the profits and, and move on uh, to another position if, if that really became the, you know, something that started to hamper the company. Take another call now for Walt Secura on WNIR. Good morning. You're on the air. Yes, I uh, wondered what you were thinking about the uh, TAAS, T-A-A-S. T-A-A-S? It's uh, self-driving cars. Okay. Um yeah, I, uh, you know, again, autonomous cars are definitely another trend that we're paying attention to. I'm not familiar with the specific, um, uh, you know, equity that you're talking about here. I'd have to take a look at it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, again, these trends are there. Um, they've caught in people's imaginations, attention. Uh, we know it's the way of the future. And, you know, I think when whenever you see that, it's worth paying attention to and, uh, again, I, I don't like to be first to the table. Um, a lot of times, you know, I'd rather wait and see a viable business model. I want to see some revenue. And, and I, ultimately, I'd really like to see some profitability before I put, you know, my capital or my client's capital into something. But, um, you know, I, I, all these ideas that, you, that you're bringing up today, you know, I think are, are definitely worth things we should pay attention to as we go forward. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Uh, talking about stocks, again, Starbucks reported last week. Uh, they've been impacted, of course, by this ongoing pandemic, and I know it's one of the stocks that you hold at uh, AKW Group. Uh, what have you seen from this report, and anything there that encouraged you that uh, things might be getting better? Yeah, uh, we you know we think Starbucks is a very powerful company, and, again, they have a lot of growth overseas. They were kind of impacted globally because, again, a lot of their growth is international now. Um, they're probably one of the fastest-growing uh, U.S. companies overseas, especially in China. Uh, so they were impacted early on by the pandemic and then, you know, through all parts of the world. But uh, the company, you know, continues to execute well. 
because of the storefronts and the slowdown in, in traffic and people getting out there, obviously we knew it was going to be a struggling year for them. But, uh, you know, the scale and scope of this company, and if you look at the, you know, as things start to open back up, we already see trends coming out of China that uh, they, they have a lot of really good news coming out. The rewards program added 2.5 million new uh, users uh, just in, in the past quarter. Um, and over in China, you know, a significant type of uh, expansion as far as their uh, their rewards program. And those reward programs are important because it shows the, the intention of somebody to come back and be a repeat buyer. Uh, so the long-term, the, you know, the lifetime value of that customer becomes very important uh, to the company. And that's what really Starbucks does. You know, it's not a one-time sale. It's a it's really a relationship a lot of people have with these companies and a place that tend, people tend to go. And, you know, I was reminded this week, you know, one of the stories over in China with Starbucks is, you know, they don't have the luxury homes and the spaces that we have. So, again, over in China, you know, Starbucks is a place for meeting and socializing and getting back out. And as the world starts to open up and do more of that, uh, Starbucks will continue to be a, a winner as far as their business model goes. A quick note, a couple other stocks that I reported last week that we don't usually talk about that may be tied to a potential recovery. Caterpillar, people that make those big road-building machines, construction machines, they had a, a very good report that showed improving demand. And do you think that uh, means that 2021 overall would be a, a stronger market? Yeah, we like the report that came out of Caterpillar. And again, you know, they, they have the underlying potential, too, with any kind of infrastructure um, spending that would come out of the government. Uh, they would definitely be a big, uh, you know, big, big benefactor of that. But uh, the the management team there is excellent. They've done an amazing job of, uh, you know, cutting cost structures, you know, getting through a very difficult time. And we start to see uh, some of the improvement in the construction side of the world and the infrastructure side of the world. And, again, I think Caterpillar is positioned well uh, to take advantage of that as, as we move forward. Another company, General Electric, has been uh, shedding uh, a lot of the uh, industries that people identify the name with. Uh, showed improved cash flow in its earnings report. Uh, does that also signal recovery in 2021? It, it's showing good signs, Bob. I mean, again, we like to see these companies that were really, you know, maybe left for dead or a lot of people didn't know if they would recover. When you start to see, you know, a quarter where they generated, you know, $2.5 billion of free cash flow, uh, that's impressive, and it, and it gives you some, you know, hope that the viability of the business model, that they found some viability, and they'll continue to improve as we go forward. So, uh, yeah, all those are really good signs. I think, you know, everybody expects the big tech, but, you know, when you see companies like Caterpillar and General Electric start to perform as well, uh, that's a really good sign, I think, for this uh, narrative of, uh, of an improving economy. As we mentioned, of course, Robert W. Baird Company is affiliated with the AKW Group, giving them access to all kinds of help and information on retirement planning and state plan reviews and tax reviews. In the world of retirement planning, at this point, uh, you're advising people to review what they're contributing to their retirement accounts and the limits to their retirement plans to make sure they are getting and taking full advantage of those plans. In fact, you talked to somebody last week that kind of brought this into focus. We did, Bob. You know, it's one thing, uh, you got to look at those plans to make sure you're taking full advantage. The case that we had, we had a client that, you know, was doing a little better than expected, wasn't really spending as much, and uh, we took a look at their 401k and determined that they could put a lot more in. You know, you can contribute $19,500 into your 401k. Anybody can do that. And if you're over 50, or over 50 you can add another $6,500 to that. Now, that means, you know, a lot of people get reliant on the paycheck, and a lot of times they do see, well, I'm going to do 3% or 5%, and they never change that. 
But you can go back. You can go back for a month, for a quarter, for a period of time, and you can increase that contribution and stick some more money away uh, into those retirement plans, which gives you the ability for that tax deferred growth. So something we're paying attention to and something we're telling our clients to take a look at. So, Walt Sakara, what do you see for this in next week that's going to usher in the second month of the year? Yeah, but we got a lot of earnings reports this week. Uh, Amazon.com, Alibaba reports, AbbVie, uh, Bristol-Myers, ActorVision, Blizzard, uh, Snap. Uh, so we'll pay attention to all these earnings reports. And, again, there's a lot of economic data that comes out as well. And, as always, we'll pay attention to the other big picture items. Good stuff with Walt Sakara in the AKW Group here in Akron and Fairlawn at 234-466-7476 and in Washington, Pennsylvania outside of Pittsburgh. Contact Sue Marshall and the branch there at 412-480-5090-234-466-7476-412-480-5090. Tell them we're going to run WNR Kid Akron. Talk to you next week, Walt. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. AMC Entertainment Holdings, symbol AMC. AbV Inc., symbol ABBV. Activision Blizzards Inc., symbol ATVI. Alibaba Group Holding Limited, symbol BABA. Bristol-Myers Squibb Corporation, symbol BMY. Amazon.com, symbol AMZN. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. Blink Charging Companies, symbol BLNK. Caterpillar Inc., symbol CAT. Chewy Inc., symbol CHWY. Facebook Inc., symbol FB. GameStop Corporation, symbol GME. General Electric, symbol GE. Johnson & Johnson, symbol JNJ. Microsoft Corporation, symbol MSFT. Neo Inc., symbol NIO. Snap Inc., symbol SNAP. Starbucks Corporation, symbol SBUX. Tesla Inc., symbol TSLA. And Twitter Inc., symbol TWTR. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have managed or co-managed a public offering of Alibaba Group Holding Limited, BABA, in the past 12 months. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and or its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from Alibaba Group Holding Limited, symbol BABA, in the past 12 months.